gritty culture and class in America. Live from Long Island's Gold Coast, this is the Melissa Itell Duran Show on Breaking It Down Radio with co-host Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Melissa Itell Duran Show. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Melissa Itell Duran Renaissance Woman is our host each and every week. Uh, Frank McKay here. More importantly, Melissa, how are you? I'm doing great, Frank. How are you? Doing good. And, uh, uh, you know, it looks like, and we were talking about this off mic, it looks like the Dems are stuck with Kamala and and Joe. Uh, As of right now, um, it doesn't look like either one of them are getting out. And, you know, maybe the Dems were like, okay, well, you know, we'll reinvigorate uh, the Biden thought by getting some vice president in there that everybody loves. And, um, yeah, that's not happening. And, and it's not happening because uh, they can't get rid of Kamala because she didn't want to be gotten rid of, right, basically? No, they can't. It would be an outrage. Can you imagine the riots that would ensue? The, <laughs> it, the Black Lives Matter would be coming out with daggers. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah they, nobody wants her. Nobody wants her gone except everybody. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> but, yeah, Biden is, uh, Biden is the guy, and... And, and she's the gal. And, uh, you know, they're going to stick with it. You know, one thing, I, I, we didn't talk about this, but somebody told me about, and, and we talked about it a little off mic, and, and you, you hadn't heard, but somebody had asked me the, you know, big question about Stephanopoulos. And Stephanopoulos was, um, was uh, talking catastrophic, and I think using the words, uh, cat, using the word catastrophic, uh, in regard to polling that was done around Biden, and it was like only 36% of the people thought he was, uh, or Democrats, 36% of, of Democrats thought that he was uh, cogent enough to, to handle the office. And I, you know, I, I don't know the exact poll, I don't have it in front of me, but what I said, and I was asked that on somebody else's radio show, and, and I said, well, if that's true, then watch what the left does, watch what the Democrats do, and see um, if they start making moves. Because the mainstream Democrats are basically the the Clintons, the Obamas, the Bidens, you know, this type of people. It's not the left. It's not the the extreme left. It's not the AOCs. It's not, that's not the people. They're the people that got together and said, you know what? We got to stick with Biden, and uh, and they got behind him before South Carolina, and you know all of that, and uh, and they won it for Biden, and said we got no choice, we got to do it. Are you hearing anything, or is there anything uh, cracks coming into the armor of of Biden and that mean mainstream middle of the road Democrat? I don't, I don't hear any great things. I mean, of course, from the right side, we're hearing that any minute now, Hunter is Hunter Biden is, is going to be, is, is going to get indicted. But it, I don't think it's going to amount to very much with Hunter Biden. I don't think it's going to be t- extremely terrible. The president, of course, is behind his son, supports his son, thinks his son has been railroaded, and, and especially since he's come a long way and he's had a, a rough, uh, a rough path, you know, and, and, and even though he's gets eight hundred thousand dollars for paintings that look no better than what i would see <laughs> at a, a flea market <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I, uh, 
Um, but because of the, you know, the, the, the Ukrainian ties and the allegations that the home family has been bankrolled by China um, all these years. Uh, and, and the, the right has been trying to get Biden for the longest time. I don't know if they if this if that will amount to anything. But on the other hand, the Durham report came out, which exonerated Trump. It said this whole Russian, uh, you know, the, this Russia Gate was a you know it was a big nothing. It was all designed to it never happened, and and it was designed to to, to get Trump as far back as as 2016. Yeah, he must have loved that, Trump. He must have been, you know, pounding his chest. I didn't hear. Do you, do you hear what his response to that was? Uh, Trump, of course, Trump says he's been saying all along it's been a witch hunt. But now they're coming back at him. The the uh, the National Archives is maintaining that Trump knew exactly what he was doing with those documents. And he's yeah. been hiding the truth ever since. So it goes back and forth. Yeah. So, I mean, now it's uh, now it's Hunter's time. And, you know, we got to see whether uh, whether Hunter gets. I, I, I agree with you. I, I just I don't have faith in any of these indictments. You know, the, the rich and the powerful, the politically privileged, um, they they get life handed to them on a uh, on a silver platter and they get treated with kid gloves with these investigations. Mm-hmm. You know, I think mm-hmm. Trump, not that Alvin Bragg is is uh, is is treating Trump with uh, kid gloves, but that's the one B.S. Uh, case the, um, the Alvin Bragg thing that doesn't even feel like a crime or or whatever. Maybe some of these others. I keep bringing up, and again, Melissa I tell Joran.com is a great place to go. Check out the two documentaries on Melissa there. Uh, Frank McKay here with Melissa. But the the one that I keep pointing to, Melissa, uh, mm-hmm. is uh, is Georgia and what's going to yeah. happen in Georgia because I think. Georgia could be devastating for uh, for former President Trump. Anything new on Georgia? No, I think they're they're getting ready for it. I mean, that's a, that's coming down the pipe. That's going to be very significant. And uh, you know, if Trump thinks he can he can weasel his way around that. Well, well, yeah. Let me let's see let's see. You know, yeah. uh, I I, it's, I don't know how I I, I mean let's face it. He's got a tremendous base. At, at his at his uh, disposal, uh, who will you know jump through the hoops for him? They'll jump through fire, and they 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 make apologies for everything he does. Uh, I mean the, the 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 Alvin Bragg indictment was politically based. It really I mean that's really all it was. I'm not exonerating Trump. I think his you know his behavior is is has been. I mean he he comes with tremendous. Baggage and yes, you know, paying off your 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 former mistress. This is done all the time, but it looks you know it looks pretty shady when you're running for for public for high public office and and um, uh, and, and it shouldn't have been made such a big deal. I mean, the the, the worst things are yet to come. The Georgia voting um, uh, violations, the in, trying to influence the, the the vote in Georgia, that is terrible. Uh, and, and who knows, you know, I don't know when the others are coming down, but, you know, he faces a lot of, of uh, trouble. Now, you know, interestingly enough, if things go uh, as planned and, and Biden, you know, continues, uh, he he stays on the ticket and he has to. I mean, he it, it's a catch-22 for Biden. He can't get rid of Kamala because, you know, all hell will break loose. And uh, he made, you know, he made a mistake. He should have gone with a mainstream Democrat, but he opened his mouth and made this promise from the, you know, the basement level of his house in Delaware that's going to be a, a woman of color, 
and he just uh, decided to go with her. She's the one, the very person who accused him at the at the debate of being, you know, a racist, of being terrible, you know, and and and. There, there, he went ahead. Of course, this is politics. It shows you, how, you know, that uh, it, it, it doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter what you do. It just matters what, what is, what's important at the moment. Uh, went ahead and chose her to be the, the VP, and, he, and she has worse numbers than he has and no, almost no confidence in her and uh, no public confidence. But he's got to stick with her. And uh, if, if, if things go as planned as of now, it might be a Trump-Biden rematch. Now, we can't count out DeSantis. DeSantis, the announcement, this big, long-awaited announcement is supposed to come next week, which is bringing us closer and closer to Memorial Day. And uh, things are already in place, according to some anonymous sources, big donors. Uh, He's got the the location of his announcement in his hometown in Florida. Um, he's met over and over again with big donors. He's made trips uh, to and from Iowa. Uh, you know, he's, he's he's he may be down. You know, he's not where we thought he was going to be. We thought everybody thought back in November that this guy was going to be, you know, the, the knight in shining armor to take to take out Trump. But he uh, he's going to come in. He's the only person who has a decent shot at at toppling Trump. And this is you know, this is with things have, haven't even begun yet. I mean, the big things aren't coming until, um, you know, uh, we, we get past the fall. I mean, there's, there are going to be the caucuses, but um, you don't start seeing things happen until we get past the, the, 20, the fall of 2023. And then you'll have debates and if, if Trump will attend. You know, Trump thinks it's all in the bag for him. But, you know, uh, stranger things have happened on the way to the primaries. Yes, you're not kidding. And again, Melissa, I tell Joran.com, everyone um, here with Melissa Frank McKay. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's interesting. If he's going to make an announcement next week, I don't imagine it's going to be I'm not running. Right. I think mm-hmm. he's going to say I'm running. And mm-hmm. if he doesn't, you know, it's kind of like shame on him, because if uh, if something really comes down big against Trump and Trump's numbers go in the toilet, uh, he's not going to be able to come back in because people are going to say, wait, where were you? Where were you when we needed you to come in? And he could take a big hit by saying he's not running. I think even though he's down in polls and, and whatever, the second he announces he's officially a candidate, therefore people have to start thinking um, seriously about uh, about mm-hmm. whether this guy is better for the Republican than, than Trump is. And, and quite frankly, at this moment, he just doesn't have the ba- he's got baggage. DeSantis has baggage. He doesn't have the baggage that uh, that Trump has. I mean, nobody's got the baggage that Trump has, and uh, the only one is is Biden, right? Biden has baggage because because his last three years have been you know um, you know disastrous in many ways. So he's got a record to run on. So the the two men um, and and Hillary's got baggage, uh, of course, but uh, DeSantis has baggage, but not quite. Um, anything like uh, the other three that I mentioned. He just, he's never run for president. The second you run for president, then then all of your baggage becomes light um, and, and illuminated. And all of a sudden, uh, we have to start taking a look at some of these things he said and everything else. So let's, let's see what happens. Uh, do you imagine he's getting in? DeSantis? Yeah. Oh, he's going in now. The question is, can he make up for lost time and lost, you know, and lost uh, polling? 
I don't know. It's going to be an interesting, long, long drawn-out race. You know, I think it's going to come down to these two. I think the other people, I mean, they just read now that Senator Scott, Tim Scott, is, is filing papers. You know, okay. Uh, I think he's a nice guy. I don't think he's got much of a chance. But you know, these secondary, these second tier people. I think they're they're auditioning for VP or maybe a cabinet post, or maybe they are. You know, they're pursuing their Don Quixote dream. You know, the impossible dream. Um, but it's going to come down to DeSantis and Trump. It's, it's going to be a long, drawn out fight. I mean, Trump has plenty of insulting ammunition. You know, you know. You know, uh, he's got a lot of, uh, you know, ammunition to discredit uh, DeSantis and drag him through the mud. DeSantis has been holding himself above the fray. But uh, we'll see what happens. I just, you know, if you go in with Trump, this is what I'm just repeating what um, what Bill O'Reilly has been saying. You know, Bill O'Reilly uh, is, is heard everywhere and he's he's online and he's he's got a zillion uh, killing books and he feels that, you know, it's not a great choice. If it does come down to Biden versus Trump at this point, we don't know what's going to happen. Maybe DeSantis pulls through. We've got DeSantis. And then Trump forms a third party, which is probably what could very well happen, given, you know, Trump's um, obstinance to, you know, backing down and supporting the nominee. Um, If you want to stay with Biden, believe me, there are plenty of people within the party and on the left and in the wealthy sectors of the party who think Biden is doing an excellent job given what he inherited, you know, a horrible economy, which is not, you know, what anybody would have gotten after a crisis such as COVID um, and, 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 and unrest. And then the fact that he's gotten us back into the favor of European nations, the EU, we're back with Europe. I know. I, I don't think it's so wonderful. To tell you the truth, I don't think life is so wonderful under Biden. It's been tough. Yes, we've been hit by COVID, the, the ramifications of COVID, uh, the, the, the lockdowns, the, the economy is suffering. Now we've got to worry about AI and what it might be doing to the rest of our lives, which is, a, I think, a story for maybe that's a topic for another show. Um, because people start thinking, oh, it's Terminator time. <laughs> yeah. But um, wow. you know, but there, yeah, but there are people who think he's doing a marvelous job and that he should go. You know, for a man of eighty years old, yeah. If he, I mean, let's face it. If you're president, do you really want to say, you know, oh, it's okay. I serve one term. I'm going to retire now. No, you love the power. You love living in the White House. Who does? Who wouldn't? <laughs> the only person who who walked away from it. Um, well, actually, there's another person. Lyndon Johnson was highly unpopular. Yep. He was also suffering from heart problems and he and the Vietnam War. And I think he just his family decided his family probably told him, you know, it's your you know, it's not worth it. It's just it's just not worth it. And then you had Harry Truman, who decided not to run for election. Now, he fulfilled um, the rest of uh, FDR's term, and he didn't want to run, and then he, he ran in for him in his own right, but he didn't want to run for re-election either. I think he just, he had it with Washington. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I mean, most of these guys, most of these guys, well, ladies, at some point we're going to have a female president. Let's hope it's not Kamala. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll say, you know, we'll think to themselves, you know, I got to be crazy. Why wouldn't I want a second term? Who wouldn't want to be the most powerful person in the free world? You know, dumb or not, I want to be. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, it's just, wow. You know, you just got me thinking, uh, Mm -hmm. like you're convinced that DeSantis is getting in. Yes. Yeah, okay. Well, listen, that's a nightmare for Trump. 
So, uh, yes. again, uh, everyone, MelissaItelJoran.com, please check out the documentaries. But it's a nightmare for Trump for, for this reason. The, the, the lead is going to shrink. There's no question about that. But DeSantis is going to have to hit him hard. And I don't know that any of these other guys are going to be able to hit Trump hard. And a guy like Tim Scott could, and you, you got me thinking when you said, you know, he's a nice guy, mm-hmm. but he doesn't, you mm-hmm. know, doesn't he have the fire, fire, firepower? But if DeSantis and Trump are killing each other, then mm-hmm. some of these second tier guys, third tier guys uh, may emerge. And uh, when mm-hmm. they get the hell out of each other, because DeSantis is going to have to hit Trump hard. Everything he's gonna, it's gonna be, you know, about the Georgia situation. This about this, and then uh, Trump is gonna have to hit DeSantis hard. Um, yeah, yeah. And again, I see, and and boy, you just got me knocked off my, uh, uh-huh. n- knocked off my feet. Uh, it, <laughs> said he might run as a third party. I mean, that's that's yeah. where I came in originally. He was trying to get Trump to run for a third party candidate. Well, I'm not even gonna address that at at this point, but. Yeah, DeSantis is a nightmare for Trump, and uh, and former President Trump has had a, um, uh, it, you know, he has an awful lot that he's got to con- concern himself with, and uh, and and if DeSantis gets in, it's a nightmare for Trump. A- Any way you slice mm-hmm. it, it's a nightmare. He might say no, no, yeah. no. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take on DeSantis or whatever. The hell. You know, he's gonna he's gonna say all this. He'll make fun of him. He'll. He'll rip into him. Mm-hmm. But quite frankly, um, if you're convinced he's getting in, I'm convinced he's getting in. And uh, and if he gets in, uh, it's it's nothing but bad for Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Trump thinks he's going to uh, he's got he's, he's going to, you know, um, he's going to um, disable that campaign with his, uh, you know, his remarks and he's going to play the same game he played in 2016. But this is not 2016 anymore. And um it's just it's going to be it's going to be a fight to the finish it's going to be a fight to the finish um i wonder if trump will change his mind about debating he said oh i don't have to debate i'm, I'm top of the world i don't have to debate well that's now i mean what's going to be later on is a totally different story so it will see i mean it's it's a long way to go a very long way to go yep and and when you talk about and usually i i, I applaud any kind of thing I have when I before I retired from politics, applaud the idea of a third party uh, candidacy. But look, I, I mean, it, you know, let's uh, let's just address it for a second. Uh, Ross Perot, and that's where I got involved in politics, was with the crazy Ross Perot campaign. And and mm-hmm. uh, when he first started running, uh, he made an announcement, um, and it, you know that uh, that he was going to run on the Larry King show, and Cher called in and said, "I'd support you." You know, over these other two guys, I'd support you and I'd do this chair, right? It came mm-hmm. out and said, and I don't know if you remember that, but. And no, I, I don't. No. Yeah. And, and at one point, uh, Perot was leading the field of an unknown um, Democratic governor from Arkansas, a small state, obviously, and, uh, and George mm-hmm. Herbert Walker Bush. Perot had 37% or 38% in all the polls. Then something weird happened. Either mm-hmm. at his daughter's wedding, either there were helicopters or UFOs or, or reporters or you know, what the hell, aliens. Something happened, and he says, "You know what? I'm out," and he quit. So then it was mm-hmm. it was uh, Bush versus versus Clinton. And if you want to see what really went on, watch something called the War Room. 
the war room is uh, is about Bill Clinton, George Stephanopoulos, and Jim uh, James Carville were running his campaign. And yes, mm-hmm. they, they did you ever see it? I know that James Carville was the uh, the, the um... raging Cajun. Yes, and he was—he's married, he's still married to Mary Matlin, right? Bush, who was Bush's, uh, the, the Bush campaign uh, advisor. Yep, and the uh, the the two of them, right? That was that was a weird, bizarre situation. So uh, she was running, she was running Bush's campaign, and he was running Clinton's campaign. But it was Perot getting in. And mm-hmm. uh, and elected Clinton. Now, I, at the time, I would have I would have preferred George D- uh, Herbert Walker Bush over Clinton any uh, any time. But uh, I I got involved in Perot on the idea of hey maybe a third major party in the country you know could be you know and that's what started me off. Now he cost George Herbert Walker Bush the race because he was a Republican from from Texas. I don't care what anyone says. I was around that. That campaign, I wasn't high up in the campaign, but those were disgruntled Republicans who were mm-hmm. voting for Ross Perot. Those weren't mm-hmm. Democrats, maybe middle of the road to right leaning Democrats. But that, that was the, the majority of those people. Then Ross Perot got back in the excuse me, back in the race and got almost 19 percent of the vote. And by doing that, he took a, a good part of that, maybe 16 of that 19 percent came off of uh, off of George Herbert Walker Bush, and there was just no way for him to win. So the thing is, like, tr- uh, Trump, former President Trump, uh, announcing that, hey, I'm going to do what Teddy Roosevelt did, and I'm going to run a, on the Bull Moose Party, or I'm going to start my own party. When he does that, when, uh, when Trump, um, if and when he does that, that would mean he already lost the primaries um, to DeSantis. That's going to cost... Uh, DeSantis the race, and that'll get uh, clearly get Biden back in there. So anyone who is is uh, is pining for a a third major party now is going to have to dance with the idea uh, of do I want Biden for another four years? Because that pretty much is what what could could happen. I'd have mm-hmm. to look at numbers, but um, uh, again, Melissa, I tell to watch the two documentaries. Everyone, Frank McKay here with Melissa. But the two um, big things that you gotta you gotta think about is does it cost Biden? I, I mean, does it uh, reelect Biden, or can Trump get a thirty-seven percent um, elect and get an electoral landslide if he does it properly and takes enough votes away from DeSantis um, and uh, and enough votes away from. Uh, Biden. I don't know. I, I'd have to really look at it. But what do you think about everything I just said there? That's going to be the threat. Uh, Trump saying, hey, if you don't if you don't vote for me, I'm going to run as a third party. And maybe a lot of Republicans say, you know what, let's just get Trump in there so we don't have a, a split ticket. Let's deal with him for another four years. What do you think about everything I just said there? It's, it's, a, it's, 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 it's like a catch-22. It really is. And, yeah. and you could have a third. Yeah. And then, you, you know, it, it, the prevailing theory is that even, let's say, without DeSantis, um, Trump versus Biden, it could be a rerun of 2020. Biden wins anyway because people go into you know, the little voting booth there, the little voting cubicle, whatever, and they, they say to themselves, do I really want to you know, vote for this, this felon? <laughs> 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 or do 
do I want this old guy who's been, you know, dragging along, putting us through the mill with uh, up and down with, 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 you know, cost of living and 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 and, and, and European, uh, you know, problems in Europe and Asia and and, and, uh, and migrants coming from all walks of, you know, all corners of the world and coming through every nook and cranny in the United States. Uh, where, where when would where would I be happier? And <laughs> that's the thing. You know, or the other the other issue is people vote for Trump, but he he wins with the electoral college, as he did in 2016, and then you're going to have more and more of these. You know, you'll go back again to the you know the the rigmarole of of the uh, the protests and and uh, maybe more impeachment. Uh, who knows? I mean, yeah, either way, you're going back. You're you're putting yourself on a you know a, a backward roller coaster. Yeah, it just yeah, amazing. It's a um, uh, you know, it's a situation that we're all going to have to uh, see play out. But the the main thing is if DeSantis is truly running, if if this guy is if this guy is running uh, for president, um, it's uh, it's on. I mean, this is this is a big deal. This is uh, um, there's just no possible way that um, that we're going to have a um, a, a smooth run for Trump. He is going to be mm-hmm. on. Um, he is going to be on a uh, a collision course, and, and it's happening again. Melissa, I tell Juran, everyone, and uh, Frank McKay here with Melissa. Um, yeah, when is this announcement supposed to be uh, made? Because this is big, big news. Yeah, um, the DeSantis announcement is supposed to be in a week. Just Close else. to Memorial Day, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to happen. It's it's going to happen. We just don't know the exact day. We know it's happening. It's going to happen next next week, very close to Memorial Day, week and a half. They're not giving out any more details. Wow. I, let's let's talk about something. I, I know you know we talked about the the and it's kind of changing gears, um, but it, this this car chase, and and I heard very uh-huh. little about it. But there was a, uh, a car chase. Is it a two-hour car chase that we, we yes. heard about? Uh, tell us the royal car chase. Yes, well, so they say. Um, Megan, with her husband and her mother, attended a gala of Ms. Magazine with none other than Gloria Steinem, her best friend, yeah. in attendance to re- receive an award. For what? I don't know. For an award for being, I don't know, a wonderful human being, which <laughs> I, I don't know what she does to deserve the award other than, you know, being a lefty pal of Gloria Steinem and 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 and, and claiming that you know, oh woe was I and I was mistreated by the you know, the British royal family and I was and the press tried to kill me and they hated me and and poor Harry he he's reliving you know the, the, he's afraid he's going to re- actually live the nightmare of his mother's death and it's going to happen to me and yeah. and we know we know their story we know the the storybook wedding and and uh, her her supposed ignorance of of the royal family which. I I find very hard to believe when everybody says she went to Britain to look for a prince to marry, and uh, and then their their abrupt um, um, 
leaving of the of the UK in 2020, claiming they wanted they just wanted to get out of there. They wanted to re- relinquish their jobs as senior royals, and uh, they they needed a break for their peace of mind and security. They claimed that uh, that that Meghan, well, Harry claimed that Meghan Meghan's life was at stake, and nobody cared about her, and nobody wanted to supply her with the supply them with the security needed because they're considered second rate because she's a mixed race and you know you remember the big Oprah interview in Montecito their new home with their sprawling 14 million dollar mansion uh, how horrible things were and that the system uh, the system is it's it, it, it's abominable it's it, it, and and these people are heartless meaning his brother his father and they live in this they're stuck in this this corrosive old um, shallow cold system that cares for nobody but themselves now I'm not saying that the royal family is you know 100% on the up and up it isn't they've tried to modernize things but he's really Harry has been criticized he and his wife have lost their you know their their standing in people's eyes I mean they really went ahead they said they wanted to they wanted privacy they so they escaped to North America well I don't know for people who want privacy they sure aren't getting a lot uh, since they've been away since they've established themselves in, in California they've had uh, they've signed multi hundreds of multi-million dollar deals a uh, hundred million dollars deals with Netflix and uh, I think um, Spotify I mean they're they're you know they've, they've got the money but and 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 they've done it hasn't stopped Harry from putting out this book spare uh, that ultimately tr- uh, trashed the royal family I mean yes he's had a traumatic um, no doubt I can't imagine what it must have been like to lose your mother uh, when she was 36 in a horrific car accident uh, to have to live on you know down, walk on eggshells all the time and 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 know that your life and your place in life has already been determined for and you have you you live in the shadow of your old older brother who has been groomed to be king, and uh, you just it's just been tough on you, you know, and you just didn't know where to turn. And then lo and behold, you meet this girl, this uh, B or C list Hollywood actress who thinks she's God's gift to the world, and she knows she she gets her claws in on you, and she knows already what what your insecurities are, and uh, she pretends that she she says she didn't know much about the royal family, which I think is how could you have to know. Everybody knows who they are, what they are. You don't have to know about peerage. Right. Everybody, it's not necessary to know about British peerage, but you know who is, who's, who are the major players and what's going on. I mean, unless you're living under a rock or something. I mean, and their whole story, oh, you know, and they how how, pity, how pitiful their lives have been, and they had to escape, and and they're living in a hundred million, you know, a excuse me, fourteen million dollar home, and and. Um, Oh, it's just been terrible, and and meanwhile they've made a lot of lefty, you know, Hollywood type friends. They had their their Netflix series. I don't know if they're going to have another Netflix series, um, but they 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 only do out of all this. They only have one day of service that they do for anyone with their foundation and all that. I don't know what they what significant uh, significant things they've done for the world other than talk about themselves, which is what Megan did for her acceptance speech. It's the same. The same thing, you know, rehash over and over again, and they're standing behind her, you know. You know, the the, the Meghan Markle uh, story and the Harry story is um, is uh, is like an old one, and and normally, and again, we've done whole shows and we'll do more on this, but quite frankly. Uh, do they look better? And this is a, actually a good place to kind of end. Uh, do you think they look better 
now than they did a year ago? Or do they look worse now that uh, that you know print? Uh, it's now King Charles. Uh, do they look worse or or better? I think they're just not. They 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 are not on a road. They don't. They need to find their their bearings. They need to get their to find their bearings and decide what they're going to be. Are they going to be philanthropists? Are they going to um, get their act together and stop making it about themselves? I mean, what happened on Tuesday, I'm sure, was very uh, upsetting, was frightening, but it wasn't for two hours. The mayor of New York, Eric Adams, said this was not a two-hour car chase. It's not the French Connection, if you've ever seen that movie. <laughs> that's a, a, the greatest car chase. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, now, that, that wasn't. Yeah, that wasn't filmed in Manhattan. That was filmed, I think, in Queens or the Bronx. Yeah. Was it in Queens? Uh, and yeah. they were able to. Yeah. It wasn't the French Connection. You didn't have Gene Hackman. <laughs> At the wheel. <laughs> yeah. Popeye Doyle, you know, flying through the uh, the Bronx yeah. or wherever he was, you know. Right. Yeah, we it did, wasn't the, that wasn't no. that. But what, it what wasn't happened? that and it, Yeah, they they were they left the venue the after she got this big award from Gloria Steinem's Ms. Magazine Gala and they they wanted to they, they of course there were photographers all over the place and they were deluged with um, with, with flashes, and, and, and I think that might have triggered How, Harry because he started having memories of his mother, yeah. uh, you know, running uh, and trying to, in, the, in that car, in that ill-fated car, trying to, um, in Paris, trying to escape the paparazzi, outrun them, and then, then the, the driver who was drunk lost control, and they slammed into one of the columns, and that was the end of all of them. And she died a horrible death. Yep. And she wasn't even taken to the hospital right away. And I think he's still traumatized. So that's I understand that. That's that doesn't go away. No. And that may have contributed to this, oh my God, I'm living it. It's all had happening all over again. But it wasn't a two hour thing. They had first they were their their security guard. They have private security. Their security guard removed them from their SUVs and put them in a New York City taxi cab and the guy was told to drive to get out of there, you know, divert the attention of the paparazzi. And he eventually took them back to the precinct, and then they went into the black SUV. It was not a two-hour car chase. <laughs> it was not the French Connection. It wasn't even Fast and Furious. <laughs> no. <laughs> Can you like, imagine? It was more like why, uh, uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, if, if, yeah. even if that. It was, it was pretty safe, right? It was, a, it was a pretty safe. Yeah, in Manhattan at that time with the lights, no, you would have had mayhem, people killed. Yeah. It would have, no. We didn't hear about it until the next day. We didn't make the evening news. It's on everywhere now, of course, because yeah. it's a worldwide thing. Their representative claims it was catastrophic. Well, I'm sure it's, they were they were shaken because it's for Harry, who's still traumatized and feels his wife is the next Diana, he was reliving memories of this. They need a better security team. Uh, if they if they were part of the royal family, if they had remained in, with the royal family, which they didn't want to do because it was too constricting, they would have had the best security. Diana wouldn't would probably be here if she had retained the security that um, that her ex husband uh, allowed her to have. She didn't want it. She felt he was prying on her, spying on her. So she went out, and that's what happened. That's why she lost her life because she went with the wrong people. And she listened to her boyfriend, and they went and they went in this car with this drunk driver who wasn't on duty. And well, the rest un is unfortunate. Yeah, terrible. L listen, yeah. uh, ju just terrible. We'll be talking about the Royals, and we'll be talking about our Royals, the Trump DeSantis battle, the mm -hmm. battle royale.
uh, coming mm-hmm. up. And boy, next week, uh, you know, <laughs> let's see when it happens. Uh, it's yes. it's coming up soon. Melissa, thank you very much. Uh, thank you, Frank, and thanks to everyone for, for sticking with us every week. Yeah, and uh, we, we really appreciate it. You have a lot of choices, and thank you so much. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on the Melissa Itell Juran Show. You've been listening to Melissa Itell Duran and co-host Frank McKay on Breaking It Down Radio.